Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. I'm Natalie Miller-Snell, and you are listening to Seize the Day. Now, this is season four. I can't believe it. I'm so excited, and I've got some truly great guests lined up for you. And kicking us off today is my absolute favorite teacher on Insight Timer. She has recorded my favorite guided meditations, which I tune into regularly. She's an expert yoga teacher, and her mission is to use yoga as a tool and lead by example for the purpose of healing, growth, and self-development and transformation. Please put your hands together for the absolutely wonderful Lisa Culper. Round <laughs> <Band> of applause. <laughs> I feel like I can't. That was an amazing. That was the most amazing. <laughs> Can you do that for my wedding? Absolutely. Anytime. Book me in. No problem. I'm going to say good morning. It is morning for you, isn't it? It is morning for me, and I believe it's afternoon for you. It is. Good morning. How are you? I am good. I am good. I'm happy to be here, Natalie, and I hope you're having a good afternoon. <laughs> yeah. And do you know what? I meant every word of that intro. Your guided meditations on Insight Timer. Literally, I love them. And before, when I was preparing for the show, I'm kind of, I hope I can focus and I don't get distracted by her voice and like kind of just drift away <laughs> as you're talking. Do you know what I mean? Because I love it so much. It's so funny because my talk voice my parents just heard over the Christmas break one of my uh, meditations it's kind of interesting we have to get used to the fact that our sometimes our parents have no idea what we're doing we have no <laughs> yeah. they're like you you're you're living you're eating okay great and they and you just have to make peace with the fact they have no idea what you're doing and I showed them a little snippet of my meditation and they were like that's not how you normally speak because I'm not going to speak like a normal, conver excited conversation when some, you know, you're tuning into a meditation. So don't worry. Hopefully it does not distract. <laughs> That's a really interesting point you raise because we do do that. I mean, I've recorded a couple of guided meditations myself and I wouldn't use my animated self to do that because the art of what you're trying to induce or encourage is that relaxation piece it's that you know we're breathing into this now we're taking the moment we're sitting so you do I find myself even when I'm actually reading or you know speaking a guided meditation or just I naturally get in that zone myself anyway so it comes a bit more effortlessly do you find that too yes of course especially I I like I like to guide myself more and more, to be honest. <laughs> and yeah, I like to, don't get me wrong. I love, I love listening to so many meditation teachers, especially on the Inside Timer platform. There's just an abundance of beautiful mm. teachers. Um, so yes, but there are times where I just like to sit and guide myself because I know there's something that I need that I may just have to guide myself through. So yes, you, you kind of just click into it exactly exactly and now yoga we're all aware of what yoga is you, you know for me a basic level downward dog stretching breathing what what is yoga for you what does it mean the whole practice the body movements the breathing affirmations all of that good stuff what is, what does it mean for you prayer with the body that's what it is for me prayer with the body um I love the study of anatomy. I love the science, the psychology behind yoga, the, the hardcore math of that. This isn't just woo-woo. I love that. Mm -hmm. But I also think there is a, um, a very personal, individualized, spiritual, connective, divine, sacred element to it where you can go on your yoga mat and you have the intention to let go, to heal, to process, to get courage or strength. And 
it's like you move with that intention. And at the end, like you said, you get that moment of clarity, that aha, okay, I have to leave that abusive workspace or, you know, I have to be strong and take the risk in love. Um, I have to have that hard conversation. You know, those things also happen in yoga. So I feel for me, it really is a ritualistic, sacred, ancestral, human ancestral prayer with the body. I pray with the body, beautiful. And for folk who don't necessarily practice, how frequently should one do it or does one do it or can go about doing it dependent if you're beginner intermediate every day you can yeah. you know <laughs> I mean uh there there is too much yoga believe it or not you know um <laughs> there is I've I've witnessed it with students where sometimes yoga can be a band-aid you know it, it really sometimes yoga can definitely be a band-aid um, you know, especially if it's if it's like I'm gonna do 180 days of yoga, nonstop hours and hours, just dedicating to have to have the best body and the best mind and the best spirit. And sometimes that's overcompensating for yeah. you know something else. Um, so I think when you're led by the ego, that's when it's like, hey, check, you know, stop. Uh, but 15 minutes a day, mm. that's enough five minutes a day. Yesterday, I was feeling a bit um, exhausted. I was on the first day of my cycle. And I did like five minutes of squats and, and stretching and, and breathing and just taking a moment to ground. And that's yoga. But yoga is also resting. Yoga is also life. Yoga is also knowing when to, you know, step away from the mat for a little bit and come back later. So that yoga, you know, yoga means to yoke. Uh, and, and that's what you're doing. So Yoga is an on and off the mat practice for sure. It's a life. Yeah. Bringing it in as part of a life practice and talk about breathing as well. What, how important is the breath in both that practice, but also when we come out and we talk about the guided meditation, you know, I'll, I'll do that. And I've, I could be here at my desk. I could be on a couch. I could be outside in, you know, in the hot tub, if you know what the weather's like, I can bit, which is really lovely. Actually, it's my favorite place to do it. Oh, I'm not going to lie. That <laughs> was, is I'm actually... going to say you should take advantage. <laughs> yeah, that is sensational. It's just mad, but particularly when it's really cold and you feel, you know, you feel that coldness of the breath going in and then the heat as it comes out. And there's just something magical about it when the world's waking up and you hear the birds and the, the you know, it's really, I, I love that. The breathing aspect talk a bit about what the importance of the breath and in every day how folk can use that to support themselves without breath there is no yoga without breath there is no life you know if we just make you know change the word yoga into life that's what we're saying without breath there is no life um it's so important to relearn reconnect to the Thing we did first when we were born from our mothers, you know, or parents. It's this idea of taking that first gulp of life-giving oxygen and to take a moment to recognize that's our primal source, is that breath, the breath that, you know, comes to us when we're born, the breath that goes back into the universe, into the air when we leave. Mm. That that is life. And when we ignore it, when we don't pay attention to it, when we bypass it, or when we forget about it, which is very common, we disconnect from that life, who we are. Uh, 
and on a just <laughs> a basic psych, you know, science level, our brain performs best when it has good enough oxygen mm. going through it. You know, it, it performs best when we get that oxygen through our veins and, and the blood is pumping and the nutrients are going. So, uh, so that is the importance of breath in, in both contexts on a spiritual level and a realistic level but also on a science level our brain needs oxygen to function mm. so when we're going through that yoga or when we're doing our best to ground down into a meditation and focus the best thing you can do is give your brain a little bit of oxygen so it can just be there and be mm. like okay we're doing this that present moment isn't it the art of breathing consciously brings us into this grounded present moment for us to be aware of what's going on, that we're not running on an autopilot in that kind of machinery way, just breathing to, to exist and be alive, but actually focusing on the moment. And there we can pick up things in a different way. I do it a lot in coaching, actually encourage my clients just to breathe or dependent on the situation. I've, I've had it recently and, you know, you know, on several clients, coming back to the present moment, paying, you know, really exquisite attention to what's around and breathing and listening to the body as the breath goes in, where is it going? How does it feel as it comes out again is magic. I, it, yeah, it just feels so satisfying. And then on a personal level, couple that with a guided meditation. Hello. <laughs> it's if someone can take you somewhere, and allow your mind to just creatively either just relax and be still or, you know, what do you need? The smile, the affirmations, the I am enough. How on that, how do you, how do you come to your, your guided meditations? They, do they come to you in the, in the moment or, you know, how do you go about doing it? Spiritually, I, I do think it is, it is the universe's energy that kind of says, Hey, you're going through this right now. Someone else is probably going through this. You should probably write a meditation on it. Mm -hmm. And then I say a, a prayer to um, the goddess Saraswati, which is the Hindu goddess of of uh, of art and and writing and knowledge and and wisdom and Lakshmi, you know, who's a very compassionate goddess who wants to give. And I kind of bow down to that energy in the universe that kind of flows through all of us and everything and people who've come before us you know the Marie Curies or the Oprahs of the world and and it it just kind of yeah it's like writing it's writing a poem or writing a piece of music but I'm I'm writing a meditation and sometimes it changes when I get to the recording aspect of it uh but it for me that in and of itself is a sacred practice and to touch on what you said Science does tell us, you know, the art of being mindful with our body helps us be creative. There's so much research to back up the fact that we are energetic beings. We've, you know, we're atoms, we're vi vibrating particles that, you know, oscillate, move at crazy speeds that our minds can't comprehend. So naturally, it makes sense to how we work with ourselves and how we navigate the space. And just coming back to the present moment is super important. And I love talking about this. <laughs> I love talking about it too. We, I, I mean, I haven't even like, it's, we could go, well, you take the go lead on. again, No, you, you go, where's that thought? Bring it forward. <laughs> I love it. I mean, well, recently I, I've just, um, you know, fell in love also. The practice has deepened from yoga, from meditation to, to more of a craft. Um, you know, I was always called from very young, uh, um, you know, witchy or witch. And that's something that I think we need to also talk about, uh, which I can't believe. I can't believe, but you know what? I'm just going to run with it, Natalie. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is coming up. Um, but it, 
a lot of the times, I think in the past with our ancestry, especially I come from Spanish lineage, so you have the Spanish Inquisition, if if Spaniards, Catholic Spaniards and colonists, you know, was, would see me moving and breathing and oming and chanting and meditating, they'd be like, she's possessed. She's right. possessed or she's practicing witchcraft. There's something very, very off with her. We need to burn her or re-educate her. I say that in quotes. Mm. And, uh, you know, you give up that human link. And so I'm slowly, yoga and meditation has taught me to go back to a craft. And if that means, you know, you're calling me a, a witch, then it's like, yes, I don't, I don't hex people. I, <laughs> but I, I do do rituals. I, I do, and I do honor those who have their own craft and their, and their own practice. Um, I do work with plant medicine. I, I do have a, a cauldron and, and today I'm getting the, uh, the goddess Bridget statue for my kitchen to protect the kitchen and the hearth. So, nice. yeah, so it's, it's, we are slowly, I feel, honoring our human roots, recognizing that I think we've come from a time where it's religion or bust. And now we're learning it doesn't have to be that way. You know, you can still hold on to your religious roots and, and still honor the fact that there's this human pulse. Yeah, and great description. I'm so happy that made sense. <laughs> yeah, it totally made sense. There really is. There's a vibe. There's a vibration. There's a pulse. And you can feel it and hear it. So, for example, in this conversation that we're having now, despite us being on different continents, you know, across water, we're still on the same planet. We're talking. I can feel an energy that elevates me listening to what you say, feeling that connection, being present in this moment, having this conversation. And I'd be so curious to understand if folk listening feel the same thing. So there is something about that connective energy and how, you know, how we feel inspired when we listen to a piece of music, how we feel inspired when somebody speaks what is it that's really going on with us and how are we connecting on an energetic level despite not being in each other's company? Go on, what, sorry, what's that thought? I can see it going. <laughs> I'm getting chills a little bit. <laughs> and this is very synergy. I also believe that, Nabla, you connected to me because we're of sim similar spirits. We're of yes. similar roots. So so we we find each other and we, you know, it's like that which you are seeking is also seeking you. So um, yesterday I was writing a meditation just to kind of guide someone if they were feeling alone and just I do, I truly believe there uh, were certain indigenous cultures who said, I, I, we don't want, you know, individuals to take our photos because it, it takes a piece of our spirit. Okay. That is what we are doing right now, right here. This machinery, these, this metal is taking pieces of our spirit and literally spreading it to other individuals. They're pieces of ourselves in this conversation that are going to, that are literally with these listeners right now and though we are in the past it's we will also be in the future oh <laughs> right what yes <laughs> it's a continual gateway i mean this is possibly going a bit deep now so listeners i hope i'm totally up for all kind of feedback you have but yes i mean that's a really interesting and quite profound take on things into how you look at that we are never alone especially with technology i think we've seen it the most during the pandemic during lockdowns in the pandemic 
this is all, and again, if you look back at the 1400s, I'd so, show someone a Mac laptop and be like, this is my mom. They'd be like, witchcraft, burn the witch, you know? But this is, this is, you know, Galileo wasn't a witch. He was, you know, he was a scientist. He was, a, he was a, he was a, he was a traveler. He was an adventurer. He, you know, all these people that, that we deem witchcraft, we don't understand in reality, it is a gateway, a portal. Yes, with foundation of science. Yes, with foundation of math. But uh, it, it's also, there's this uncanny, spiritual, almost magical element. We still don't understand. But mm. yet, here we are. So um, I do believe that currently right now, pieces of our spirits are going to these listeners. And they are they are with us right now in spirit. And we are with them. I absolutely love that. I really love that. And for anyone listening who is who's intrigued by this topic, who's intrigued by yoga, guided meditation, perhaps hasn't had success in the past or what deemed version of success, wants to know where to start, where to begin. How how would you recommend someone go about that? Either try in the art of yoga or where to start with guided meditations? Because I know certainly from my point of view, you need to connect with whatever or whoever you're listening to and there's no right or wrong to it so I'd be curious to get your thoughts as well where does someone begin you begin at the beginning which is the hardest place sometimes people come to yoga because their doctors say hey we've tried everything medicinally you're going to have to start you know trying physical activity try yoga um and you just don't want to move. You may not be an active person or you may not be motivated. And you get to the mat and you just feel so discouraged because you may find a video that, you know, girls are doing, you know, a gymnastics trick on the mat or a guy is like 500, you know, chaturangas or these push-ups, And uh, you may feel so disconnected and so dis disheartened. And then think about what you need at the current moment because that's actually a gateway what you don't need sometimes when we get discouraged we're like oh great what's the point of going back I'll just experience that again no actually now you probably won't because now you know what you don't need and you can spot mm -hmm. it you may not need a million chaturangas you may actually need it you may be like wow I needed someone to kick my butt I needed someone <laughs> to light fire under my butt and, you know, it may work for you, but for those who are like, no, I need something softer. And then all of a sudden you may be, you know, you start looking at gentle yoga, yin yoga. You may go for more the science anatomy based. You may go for the more spirituality. It will change. It will change. You will always be a beginner. So always ask yourself, what do I truly need? And then you begin at the beginning. And to your point as well, I mean, what came up for me is I see myself trying to do yoga. It's not my, it's not my go-to. I mean, I really, really enjoy the practice when I do it. I, I enjoy going to the gym. I like weights and I like running and that kind of thing. However, I do enjoy the practice of yoga. I put myself off because I imagine, oh my goodness, you don't look like the goddess over there or the, the guru that's currently practicing. So there's that kind of comparisonitis thing that we have that we don't think that we're doing it right. What I heard with what you were saying there is, you do and you find what you need. Correct. Especially with comparison. I actually want to take a note on that. Um, I think we have, or Western, the Western world has kind of prettified yoga. Um, you know, we don't see, you know, like 
back in India, we see people practicing yoga who have mud on their face, who, who have been, you know, maybe they take an esoteric path, hopefully I said that correct, (laughs) but esoteric path. And, you know, they, they may have, um, you know, starved themselves or fasted, I should say, fasted, fasted for a certain amount of time. They, they may be doing uh, crazy things with their nose and, and, or with their stomachs. And that's all really yoga. We don't see that at, at Lululemon or Aloe Yoga. <laughs> we see the most refined, beautiful people, like so beautiful, so in alignment, so put together. And yes, that, that can turn us off so I I would say to yoga teachers and leaders out there if you come to your students raw they actually may need that at the at the current moment if you and by what I mean by raw is if you come in a way a little messy you know you keep it professional but you're a little messy or you're like you know what I I I once said in a yoga class oh someone said I love your pants and I said oh this is great because I didn't do laundry and these are the last pair of pants I have (laughs) brilliant Keeping it real, keeping it authentic, keeping it honest, keeping it human. Especially in this social media age, I think we definitely have to uh, chew and and digest and meditate. What is this comparison? Yeah, and where's it coming from? What does it actually mean for us when we're doing this? What's the root? Yeah, totally. Love this conversation. What's important that we haven't yet discussed that comes to mind for you in this whole topic What's important that we haven't got around to discussing? I think um, you will see on my meditations, on my yoga, I talk, I even changed my YouTube handle to at Lisa Kolba Manifest because even though I work with yoga, I work with meditation and now I'm beginning to work with rituals and tarot, tarot cards and oracle cards and start to bring in a little bit of my, you know, my brujeria, my, my ancestral, you know, witchcraft lineage, which feels so, so good to have mm-hmm. that ritual. Yeah, it feels so good to connect to that human side. Um, I think it's so important to recognize that these are all tools of manifestation. These are all tools you can use to better your life, to better yourself, to, as, as you, as you do, Natalie, to coach individuals, listening to this Mm. podcast is a tool of manifestation. So I think that's the only thing I would cover is that these are tools for you to use in any way you see fit to cultivate the life you deserve. What a great way to close out. And that is so beautiful. I've been thinking a great deal about manifesting and manifestation over the recent week. In fact, since the start of this year, we're in January for context, January 2023. The year has just begun. And I've been thinking a great deal about what do I want for this year? How do I manifest that? What thoughts am I really putting out there? What am I following? And what's the action that serves that as well? You know, making sure it's all aligned. And it does reap benefits it really does it it most certainly does (laughs) and it's it's amazing because when you I mean thinking about you know setting intentions you know if we if we want to go back to different language perhaps as well and how we plan goals objectives for the year when we're clear on what we want to achieve we set those milestones we set the you know the small steps the sustainable goals and we get there the same applies to the manifesting as well we're pulling what we want and naturally our path or where we want to go will guide us the right way or we'll choose to go that way because it leans into the thought process and what it is that we're we're putting out there as a bigger picture or it might go squiggly as well and that's all great too exactly exactly we we don't when we're (sighs) 
you know, it's funny, there's this game called Oregon Trail. And it's very, 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 it's a very American story where, you know, it kind of nods to the history of people who may have started on the East Coast, and they had to make the journey west in these wagons, you know, for a better life, and they would okay. run into all kinds of things. I know for a lot of uh, those of us who are of Indigenous ancestry, it's like, oh, great, they were just pushing more and more and more. Uh, but it also was a time for for trade and a time for expansion and a time for learning and a time for medicine. So um, it's quite an interesting time in history. Uh, treaties were being signed. And that's kind of like what it is when we are setting an intention. We're, we're going on this journey, you know, and we don't know what's going to come up. But hopefully it's not a journey that, you know, oppresses other people. But <laughs> we are going on this. We are going on this journey. And we don't know what's going to come up. We don't know if things are going to come to us faster than expected. We don't know mm -hmm. if things are going to take a time. But it's not about when they'll come. It's about the fact that you you, you sought out to take the journey to begin mm. with. And that in this present moment, everything is as it should be. And just embrace that. What's the opportunity? If it's not quite as you perceived it to be, what's the opportunity? And where do you go from here? I, I love that. it. I, I want every. I, I must describe what's just gone on here. Lisa's, Lisa's just literally closed her eyes and kind of bowed and opened her arms almost at the end of a play. And there you go. <laughs> Sorry, I called you Lisa then as well. I must also apologize. Um, Lisa spells her name L-I-Z-A. And I've been consciously working so hard to make sure I pronounce it Lisa as opposed to Lisa or Liza. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the gift, the gift, the gift, the gift. You know, it's so funny. In in South America or in Asia, it's Lisa. They look at it, they're like, oh, that's Lisa. But gotcha. in yeah, but in in even in France, Romance languages, it's Italy, South South uh Southern Europeans. Lisa, but in America, in Australia, in the UK, it's Liza. Liza, or, yeah, yeah. Or Liz, you know, Elizabeth. So don't yeah. even beat yourself up. It's language. It's language. <laughs> Brilliant. This has been delightful. Thank you so much for joining me. Where can anybody find you? Should they want to? I mean, Insight Timer, we've spoken about. Honestly, I recommend everybody go tap in there now, listen to your guided meditations. You've also got some teaching on there as well, haven't you? Am I right? Yes. Yes, you are absolutely right. I do live classes. I do once a month uh, tarot card readings, uh, new moon or and or a full moon ceremony once a month. And then I teach yoga every Sunday at or all the Sundays at 10 a.m. unless it's a holiday or something's going on. So 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Insight Timer live and free. I love that. Do you know what? I might have to, oh yeah, I'm going to jump in and join one of those. And also I'm interested by the the moon readings too and the, yeah. I'll have to I'll check those out. We can that's a beyond this. Form, yeah, that's another form of meditation in and of itself. I see your eyes are getting so yeah, excited, Natalie. Literally, so. <laughs> honestly, depending on how I'm feeling on any given day, I'll check. I'll check. What, what's the moon doing? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> it's you know. I was debating this with my Aquarius future brother-in-law he's an Aquarius and we have these like metaphysical crazy conversations all the time and he's very much a skeptic at the same time okay. which I love because he keeps it grounded good yeah absolutely yeah right like a good challenge to debate and and to have a conversation to open each other's minds and uh we talked about that I truly believe that the stars the moon we are made of star stuff so I'm not surprised if certain things are happening in the sky that also may affect us as human beings 
beings. Can we completely blame the sky? No. no. But but uh would but, be lovely. Right? <laughs> oh, it was just Mercury retrograde. That's the reason why I completely <laughs> This failed. <laughs> this failed. <laughs> it wasn't the fact that it, it didn't even try or, you know, I just yeah. forgot that it existed. Definitely Mercury retrograde. Uh, no, but it, it is interesting how um, certain things will happen uh, during certain alignment of the stars. And it's that opportunity to meditate and to learn a little bit more about yourself. So I take it like that. Oh, I love that. Absolutely brilliant. You're quite right. We've got a gravitational pull on our planet. It stands to reason there'll be something potentially pulling us at any given moment from the moon. I, that, that's where I'm at. Just from a, I, seems reasonable. That's and I'm sure how there's I science feel. there as well. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me. This has been really wonderful. True, yeah, true delight. Thank you, Natalie, for having me. I'm just like honored to be with you and to connect with you. It's such an amazing experience. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks everybody for listening. Take care. Look after yourself. Keep well. You have been listening to Seize the Day with Natalie Miller-Snell. If you've enjoyed this show, please head over to seizethedaysimplecast.com for all of my other shows. If you're interested to hear more about coaching, please visit nmscoaching.co.uk. If you'd like to chew the fat over some of the topics in these podcasts, please come and join me at my Facebook group, Dare to Be You. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening.